Okay, everybody, this is Tony Fleming. This is our 8 a.m. book club call. We do this call every Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Central, and 5 a.m. Pacific. And on this particular call, we talk about a particular book. We don't have a book of the month. We just do a book of the moment. And so we're still in that moment. And that moment, the book is The Power of Fire by John C. Maxwell. Um, Probably finish this next week. And so I should be able to announce a new book that we're going to have. Um, and so, you know, we've been having, that's what we've been reading. We've been reading this Power of Five. Uh, actually, I've been reading it also during the corona days, during the week, you know, uh, at 11 a.m. every day, Eastern Time. I also uh, pick up this book and we talk about it. Actually, on another number, though. But we do it every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Um, but let's let's talk about this book because I've said um about four times already. That means that <laughs> I know what I was going to talk about this morning. So um 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 that um um um. So when you get caught <laughs> when you get caught in the middle of uh, what are you going to talk about and you're talking about something else, then all the ums come out. Um, the, um, um. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people do arms on their audios, but people edit it out so you don't hear it, you don't see it. But then when you see them speak publicly, you will hear those arms. <sighs> so <laughs> um, let's start here. Uh, <laughs> the Power of Significance, we've been reading on that. And... Um, I'm going to go back to the beginning, uh, read the first sentence, and then I'm going to jump back into where we left off at because we've been reading uh, different significant things. Now, now, see, now I'm going to catch myself saying um about 100 times. But while almost everyone starts out chasing success, many experience a shift towards significance along the way. Success is mainly about myself, my career, my agenda my possessions, my desires. Significance is mainly about others, their dreams, their needs, their potential. So throughout this chapter, we've been reading about significance. We left off last uh, last Saturday uh, on the last one, which is take action every day on your purpose, which is a part of being significant. Now we're going to pick up here where it says, with people who want to make a difference. So, you know, significance, being significant with people who want to make a difference. All right? So it didn't take long in my significant journey to discover two things. I could make a difference by myself, but I could make a bigger difference with others. What I could do was limited. What we could do was unlimited. What I could do was limited. What we could do was unlimited. You know how the song goes? Uh, how it goes? Uh, I'm something by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. I actually put that on those flyers that we used to do our Saturday meetings. Uh, I mean, our monthly meeting. Uh, I'm a force when we're together, but I can't... What was the first thing? I'm something by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. He's pretty much saying that here. Um, what I what what I could do was limited. What we could do was unlimited. 
<laughs> I just heard another um. Mother Teresa understood the value of a team. She said, I can do things that you cannot do. You can do things that I cannot do. Together we can do great things. Mother Teresa understood the value of a team. She said, I can do things that you cannot do. You can do things that I cannot do. Together we can do great things. You are part of a network marketing team that wants to make a positive difference in your life and the lives of others. Few people are successful unless a lot of people want them to be. With this team, you are setting yourself up. You are setting yourself and others up for significance. It marks a big step in your maturity and development when you realize that other people can help you do a better job than you can do alone. It was written. It was. It was written. I'm sorry. It was within a team experience that I enjoyed some of my greatest wins. In that environment, I was encouraged to develop a personal growth plan. I was challenged to start writing books. I was given my definition of leadership. I was made aware of a big opportunity in the business community. I was invited to start a coaching team. I was convinced to follow my heart for country transformation. All these things happened to me because I was part of a team that wanted to make a difference. You know how um, I'm counting my arms again. (laughs) I shouldn't have started that. (laughs) You know how I talk about um, (laughs) I'm done. Let me hang up. You know how I, t- how I talk about my favorite quote in the business, and that is, you're in the business for yourself but not by yourself. That's what he's talking about here. You know, when you have a team of people that are going the same way, you know, looking to do the certain, same things that you're doing, then you got it's a it's a different ball game than when you by yourself. So you find that out when you know a lot of people start traditional businesses and and I don't I just think they're the hardest things in the world. But I'm sure you, people do it. People are succeeding in them. But you know, it's just you and God. You know, you really don't have uh, any other people to to count on for support. Here you do if you use that. A lot of times we don't use it for I don't know for for some, for a number of reasons. You know, maybe our ego gets in the way. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of times I don't want to bother you and things of that sort. But you should use what you have, the weapons that you have, which is other people. That's why we have a team, and that's what he's talking about here is that you got to take advantage of that situation. He said, all these things happened because I was a part of a team that wanted to make a difference. Teams commit, committed to significance may not be equal in experience, talent, or education, but they're equal in commitment. Teams can simply do more than an individual. In his book, Team Building, an Exercise in Leadership, Robert B. Maddox lists seven things that a team member needs from the coach in order to be effective. Number one, a basic understanding of his or her job and its contribution to the team. Number two, a continuing education of what is expected from him or her. Now, let's go with a basic understanding. And let's go with um, 
let's go with um, just for example a team. Let's say our team that we're building now, current team. A basic understanding of his or her job and his contribution to the team. Now, to me, that it's so simple on the basic stuff. But everybody wants to hear the basic stuff a lot. But a basic understanding of his or her job is two things. You bring in business builders on your job. You bring in customers. And if you want to make a lot of money, you do your best to have the business builders be leaders or you help create leaders. You, you First of all, you got you to you become a leader yourself. And you bring in more customers. All right, so now you want to understand that a little bit more? When you wake up every day, you pick up that phone or you go on social media or you go out, however you do it on the Internet, and you contact five to ten people a day. You want a little bit more understanding of that? Well, how do I contact them? You inbox them on Facebook. You direct message, message them on Instagram. Um, I don't know, you know, the other uh, social media sites, however you contact people. You do that. You do five to ten people of contacts a day. Well, what do I say? Well, now that depends on who you are, and you know, you got to you got to get a format for yourself on on the words that you want to use. You know, I hear we say we got. I'm sure it's, you know you can use some scripts, but I'll tell you this: if the script doesn't fit you, that's the worst thing in the world. I remember I was a telemarketer at one time in high school. And we was calling around selling these coupon books, and they had a script, and everybody was using it. And I wasn't having any success because my 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 technique uh, is my personality is basically conversational compared to, even in high school compared to somebody reading the script. So once I got off the script and became conversational then my numbers increased because they used to post it up on the board in high school. You know, it was in, you know, summer job I had in high school. They would post, you know, on the board the people who was getting sales. And, you know, I was coming from the script. I went on there. But then when I could call and say, hey, how you doing, you know, and then start a conversation based on their area code or where they're from and, you know, mention, you know, something in that area, then I started with my, with my spiel. Um, I became better, you know, uh, for me. Now, some people, you can use a script and you go, but I'm just saying your script need to be whatever you feel that doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. All right, so you got that. You know, you know what to say, or even when you inbox somebody or direct message them, you know what to say. So then... That's a basic understanding of what we do. Now, the problem with that is when we do those things, what throws us for a loop is that we don't understand the basic, we don't understand the number count. That's why we always asking, well, what do you say and how you do it? Because you don't understand the number count of, Eight out of ten people are going to tell you no. 
you think is what you just said. You think is how you said it. It could be, but not most of the time. It's just it's it's the numbers. You can have the perfect script. You can say it the perfect way, and eight out of ten people still gonna say no because they're conditioned to say no because what you're offering them is outside of the box. So you can come with the perfect script. You can come with everything, and you're not gonna have the success that you think because you still don't understand the numbers. You you want to come back and say, well, I talked to 20 people and only one responded or two responded. Well, that's the numbers. You can get a little bit better, but that's just the numbers. And the only reason people succeed and have, uh, you know, the ones who make the bigger checks is because they have a bigger team out there asking those same questions. That That ratio doesn't change as much. That ratio doesn't change. So while you're looking for this, <clears throat> what am I doing wrong because of the words I'm not using? Or you had to tell me about, see, I need to know about the back office. See, because if you tell me how I get paid in the back office, then I can go out here and do the business. <laughs> you could, I could tell you all day long how you get paid in that back office. But when somebody hits you with a no, I ain't doing this, that's stupid, are you crazy, that ain't, that ain't going to help you. What's going to help you is your mindset and understand the toughness of, well, man, forget you. Let me move on. I'll catch you, you know, I'll catch you later. Let me move. Instead of, well, I ain't calling nobody else because this, obviously what I'm saying is not right. Or No, what you're saying is right. You're going through the process of the numbers that that happened, you know. See, we get stuck on that because we can't understand the numbers. We don't believe that 8 out of 10 people are going to tell us no. We don't believe that 9 out of 10 people are going to tell us no. We don't believe that the successful people get those same responses. We're thinking that it's something else Tony is saying. It's something else somebody else is saying. No. It's the same response, same numbers. I'm just moving through them faster. Because I got a mindset of, I got a toughness, a mental toughness to go through those numbers. That's why you're missing it. Now I need to know. <laughs> so, basic understanding of his and her job and the contribution to the team. Second, a continuing education of what it is expected from him or her. Okay. How much a continual education is, <laughs> when you wake up, you call five to ten people. You have your script together on how you're going to inbox them or direct message them or how you're going to pick up the phone and talk with them. What else is it? Tell me about the back office. The back office ain't going to recruit anybody. But I need to know about the back office. Okay. Okay, I'm going to show you the back office. Okay, so now you see the back office, right? Now, when you call your aunt and she tell you how stupid you are for doing this and that it ain't going to work, 
either you're going to fall back to that back office and look back there and that's going to move you to call somebody else or you're going to pick up a book or you're going to think about a conversation we had when we was talking about mindset that's going to move you to call somebody else. Back office ain't going to do it. But I need to know about the back office. (laughs) Number three, the opportunity to participate in planning change and to perform in keeping with team abilities. Let me say that again because let me get this. The opportunity to participate in planning change and to form perform in team and keeping with team abilities. Hmm. I had to come back to that one. Opportunity to receive assistance when needed. Well, that's one thing about a team is that yeah. You need assistance. You gotta have somebody who's gonna be willing to work with you, but you gotta make sure you you know, let that person know that you're serious. If you're not serious in what you're doing, who wants to work with you? Now, some people, I work with a lot of y'all that's not serious, though, but I'm just saying most people, they want to work with somebody who's serious. Number five, feedback to know how well he or she is doing. Well, one thing about it, I can tell you this, in our business, your feedback is <laughs> on Friday, if you get something that says you just got paid, that's your feedback. Now, you can get better with that as you go along, but that's how you that's how you know. Number six, recognition and reward based on his or her performance. That's a great thing about the team. That's why, you know, we have events and and things where you can announce, you know, people being rec- they get recognized there and, you know, the success that they have. Number 8, the right work in a climate which encourages self-development. The right work in a climate which encourages self-development. Now, I'm going to tell you the networking business is probably the biggest environment that encourages self-development. You know why? Because you need it. You need the self-development, the personal development, the mindset, and it encourages because you're outside of the box. This is why you don't hear about this kind of stuff in the box, because you really don't need it. In the box, you're just going to work, and you're doing whatever assignment you get, or you're going to get another degree, or you're going, you know, it's not like, you're not getting major, major rejection in the box because everybody is marching the same way. In the box is like, like you know, like the, the the scene I tell you on the sidewalk in New York where everybody's walking the same way. That's the box. So there's no rejection there, so you don't really need no personal development. That's why you don't really need to hear about Maxwell and all the – because all you, everybody's agreeing. Everybody's doing the same thing. We're all walking the same way. Now that person that's on the sidewalk coming to, coming toward the group, that's the one who needs the personal development and the and the mindset and all that because you walking into the group and and all you got two hundred people walking towards you and you're the only one walking toward them and you getting bumped and hit and pushed aside 
and you still trying to walk through that crowd, and they stomping, they they just you know. You need some personal development then. You need some mindset training. You need a lot of things at that point to keep you going. And if you don't, you're going to turn around and walk with that crowd. And that's what most people do. They get out the business and wind up being in the box and, you know, criticizing and talking about everybody else like everybody else in the box does. You get right in there. And, again, I'm not knocking the box. That's a part of our life. We've been in there for years. I'm saying if you get outside of that box and do something like what we're doing, you're going to have to now get your mind right. You're going to have to now work on your personal development. You're going to have to now work on your self-esteem. You're going to have to now work on your self-awareness. It's a lot of things that you're going to have to work on. You know, I heard somebody say, if I knew I had to do all of that, I would have stayed in the box. Because, see, a lot of people don't know that because when they get outside of the box, they think, well, I just get two, they get two. And I just use the product, and we good. It ain't that simple. You have to, as Lisa say, grow a new brain. I mean, a totally new brain. I know you say, well, how can I do that? Well, you're going to have to live and operate in a new world. Not like the other world. And I don't say the box like it's negative. I'm just trying to give you an analogy and show you that, you know, I could call the box anything. I can call the box world number one, and I can call this world number two. So what I'm saying is you can't hardly operate in world number two the way you operate in world number one. Because world number one talks about, you know, working a good job, staying there 40 years, going to get another a degree or two degrees, or talking part-time, UPS, FedEx, and all. That's world number one. And in that world, you got everybody um, going the same particular way. And so you don't really need self-development person. You don't really need, because, you know, you don't have major rejections. Nobody's talking about you because you, everybody's doing the same thing. Now, when you leave world number one and come to world number two, and now here's the thing. If you only dealing with people in world number two, then you're good. But that's not what we're doing. <laughs> See, we dipping back in world number one to bring people over to world number two, and when you dip back into world number one, that's where the problem happens. That's where the conflict happens. Because you're trying to explain to them how this thing works in world number two, and world number one, it doesn't work that way, have no clue, and they're saying, man, are you crazy? And to keep you going, to keep people coming to world number two, you got to have personal development. You got to work on your mindset. You got to work on your mental toughness. You got, because those people are going to be saying, no, 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 no. Now, you can run to your back office and look back there. If that motivates you to know how that works, to make you go back and, and, and call them again, then I guess that's what you need to know about your back office. But for me, the back office ain't never got me through a dark night. The back office ain't never saved my life when it comes to, you know, trying to keep people in the business. The back office has never got me through rough times. It's been these books. It's been the mindset. It's been the personal development. It's been me understanding the fight I have to go through that's got me through tough times. It kept me going. But that's me. 
You might feel you don't need all that. You might feel you just need to know the back office. And if that's the case, if the back office going to get you through, I'm going to pick up the phone and call somebody else, or I'm going to send somebody else a video, I'm going to follow up with somebody else. I'm gonna, if that's going to get you through that, then, you know, maybe that's – I just have never seen that. I've seen people train on the back office, and they got it down pat, and they know how to do everything there. And I've seen those people quit. I've seen people get mindset training and quit. But the ones that do stick around, the ones that do stay around are the ones that develop in themselves. It doesn't guarantee you that you start developing yourself, you're going to stay around. But I've never, most people who stay around are the ones who develop in themselves. A lot of people who develop themselves quit too. Mr. Fleming, excuse uh-huh. me, Mr. Fleming. Mm-hmm. There's something like a, there's major static on your line. I'm not sure if it's my phone, but it's your phone. Hold on a second. Y'all hear the major static? No, I can. It's clear. No, I don't. Okay, sorry. You want now? Okay, that's that that's that burnout phone Miss Horsley had that knockoff that she got from uh over there off of uh uh over there I'm gonna, off old I'm national. I'm gonna hang up because right now all I hear is static, so you must be talking. So I'm gonna okay. hang up and try to dial back in. All right, that's that phone she got off of old national. Um, but <laughs> but that's the point I'm making, folks. Um. The last one he talked about recognition. I'm, I'm sorry. The right work in a climate which encourages self-development. <clears throat> he says this time that one is too. It's true that one is too small a number to achieve greatness. A company is known for the people it keeps. Those who stay and succeed on your network marketing team know and live out this thought. The best wins are when others win. Significance is all about helping others win. As I look back at my team experiences, my greatest wins have been the friendships that have been formed with those who were on my team. Nothing is better than working hard together and winning big together. That's so true. Nothing is greater than working hard together, late nights, early mornings, and then seeing you win. That is so true. When you put the work in, you put the grind in, you put the effort in. And it doesn't matter how small of a win it is or how big of a win it is. It's just to see that win. That's so true. Number four, he says, significance at a time when it makes a difference. Be significant now. Significance is misunderstood. People put off chasing it because they believe it requires a title. They believe it requires a position. They believe it requires money or authority or credibility or status or experience of success. But that's simply not true. 
the steps of significance in this chapter are not about being any of those things. Significance is about having a desire to add value to others and to make a positive difference in people's lives. If that's you, then it's time to get started. My friend, all you have all you have is now. All you have is now. All you have is now. In fact, there will never be another now. Don't lose the day looking for tomorrow. There are two words that will help you seize each significant opportunity, positive anticipation. Simply put, the moment you think your actions will have a positive outcome is the moment you take action. Boy, that's a powerful statement there. The moment you think, you think, you, Y-O-U, you think your actions will have a positive outcome is the moment you will take action. See, the people that, that don't take action is because you don't think you're going to have a great outcome because you know that the next person I call is going to be a no. But that's, that's a part of the process. You know that the next person you call is going to be a no. That's a part of the process. But the positive outcome is this. If you keep calling enough people, if you keep inboxing enough people, if you keep direct messaging enough people, and you get better on yourself, it will be a positive outcome. But you're looking immediately at that next result. And that's, again, that's, that's why you got to have mindset. That's why you got to have personal development. That's why you got to have mental toughness. That's why you got to have that to make you pick that phone up one more time, to make you send out one more message, to make... See, if you felt that way, remember I told you, if I gave you a list of names and I told you, without a doubt, I've already called these people. Look, Leo, they waiting on you to call them, Leo, and they already ready to join, and they got $1,200 they want to spend, Leo, every one of them. Shoot, Leo going to take our work, put on his shorts and T-shirt, and get to calling. Because... Leo feels, where's the, where's the statement? Where's the statement? Uh, just lost the statement. My friend, all you have to know, there are two words that help you say it. Simply put, moment. here it is. Because Leo feels his actions will have a positive outcome. You know how he feel that way? Because I told him I would already called these people, and I told him that these people have already agreed to join, and they're just waiting on you to call. So now he feels that way. So now he's going to pick up the phone. Now he's going to inbox. Now he's going to direct message. But I'm just telling you, in this business, a positive outcome is the process. It's not somebody saying yes right then. A positive outcome is I got to keep, you know, 8 out of 10 going to say no, 9 out of 10 going to say no, 1 out of 10 going to say something, say I'm interested in something. That's the positive outcome. And see, if you don't have a mindset for that, now you're going to start questioning, is it the script? Is it what somebody's telling me? Is it the back office? Is it this? If it's that, is it this? No, it's none of that. It's none of that. Because we can give you all of that. Mm -mm. 
We can't give you mental toughness. We can't give you the mindset. You got to give yourself that. You got to work on that. You got to get your dreams and goals together and believe in what you're doing so you can understand that the positive outcome here is the process. That's the positive outcome. I'm doing the process every day. I'm doing the process every day. I'm doing the process every day. And see, world number one, we're so conditioned from world number one to think that what we're doing in world number two or how the process works in world number two is is wrong because world number one is no rejection. Barely. It's not that much because, remember, world number one, you all on the sidewalk walking the same way. You all doing the same thing. All got a job. Everybody doing this. It's, it's, it's nothing. So in world number two, and then you dipping back into world number one, now it's a, it's a challenge. Like I told you when I was in Nigeria, the, their banking system and the way they operate and the words they use and the terms they use are different from the terms we use in the United States. So I'm in there trying to speak those terms to them, and they're looking at me speaking their terms to me, and boy, it was a ball of confusion up in that bank. And the fear kicked in because I'm in another country, another world, and I don't know. I was fortunate to know two people there who knew people who were successful, who you know, who understood both worlds. Because the person house we went over, that guy was a wealthy man who understood the world of the United States, and he understood the world of Nigeria. And so he could translate both to me, and he understood where I was. I was fortunate to have that. But if you don't, that's why you have that here in, on this side. I understand both worlds. If you talk to me about it, and you got leaders who understand both worlds, that's why we try to explain to you. If I didn't have them, you know, to where they just say, here, take $2,000, and you pay me back when you get back to the United States. Because I couldn't get no money over there. I didn't know. I, the, tra- the, the whole system was different. So as soon as I got back to the United States, I wouldn't transfer money to their account because they got an account in this world and that world. That saved me. You got leaders who have account in in this business, in that other world, the box, in this world. And they know what they're doing when it comes to that. Man, I hope y'all getting this. I hope y'all getting this. But then again, people hear what you say. (laughs) They hear what you keep saying. They don't hear what you do. They see what you keep doing. He said, there are two words that will help you seize each significant opportunity. Positive anticipation. Simply put, the moment you think your actions will have a positive outcome is the moment you take action. Now, what's positive anticipation over here again? The process. The moment that you feel like I'm going to do this process every single day is a positive anticipation. If you have a negative anticipation, you will procrastinate. So that means that if you ne- if you believe that the process is not going to work, you're going to procrastinate and you're not going to do it. If you believe that everybody you talk to is supposed to join, if you believe that 9 out of 10 
you know, when they say no to you is wrong, you believe that something is wrong with me instead of understanding that's how it works and let me fly through these numbers as fast as I can, then you're going to procrastinate. And you're not going to make the calls. You're not going to inbox. You're not going to direct message. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to get on these calls, and you're going to order your product each month, and you're going to say, I'm working the business, and you're not. Yep. And you're not. So positive anticipation is empowering. It gives you permission to to move through the world with expectations. Going through the process is empowering. It gives you the permission to move through the world with expectations, which produces results. Here are some positive anticipation thoughts you should embrace as the journey towards significance in this industry. I'm going to stop there and pick up next Saturday on that, um, some of the things that um, – being a part of organization will be we'll stop there. Let me put here stop here. Stop, stop, stop. Alright folks, that's it. All she wrote. Pen and the pencil broke. And the paper broke. <laughs> How can the paper break? But it's broke. It's gone. We out of here. Y'all have a fantastic Saturday. Let's go make it happen. Whatever you're gonna do, keep moving around the house. Whatever you're doing in these corona days, um, stay focused. All right, I'm going to stop the call. You all have a fantastic day. One second.